the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. What is going on, anyone and everyone? What happened? Editorial. Yes, just a minute, please. Today, in the technological steps, the race with deadlines has become more costly, increasingly competitive, and far more sophisticated. The name of the game is to move the news. Whether its source be local, national, worldwide, or from the far reaches of space. And there's plenty of it. Well, what's going on, anyone and everyone who might happen to be alive at this particular point in time? Big shout out to those listening in the spirit world and huge howdy to the High Holy Three. Triple J, I love you. Yeah, I know I placed that wrong. Dog! Yeah, but you know what? That don't mean. Just because you got a bad start don't mean you can't win that race. So I got you covered. All kinds of good stuff to talk with uh, and about and to today. Super Soul Sister is going to be on with us in just a little bit. She's going to give us her interpretation of what Kwanzaa is. Kwanzaa's coming up, uh, I believe, December 26th. It starts up, goes to, it, uh, goes to January 1. And then Ed Martin's going to join us, conservative side of stuff. And then we have the Alton, I tell you what, this guy, Lee Barham, he is a activist, the Alton activist, the Riverbend activist, community activist, and he was going to be on, and he's got to take on a few things that we're going to run here, but boy, I tell you what, this is something, and I'm, hold on, I'm, I'm going to do it right now myself, on it. You know, before what I would do, I'd say, just a moment, please, or something like that. And I'd turn the mic off, and I'd hack. Mm, like that. Oh, like that. And I'm saying, my goodness. The president-elect, from the office of the president, the president-elect, Joe Biden, was hacking during a major speech yesterday. I'm thinking, my goodness. Goodness, it's 78 years old, because I'm 71. At 78 years of age, if the president can hack, then why can't cool Papa Smash? What up? So, President, in, in case you missed it, now he's hacking as he's trying to give this speech. I don't know if you ever had the, the phlegm problem, right? That's what they call it, phlegm. It's just some gook that gets... 
down your throat in your on your vocal cords, you know. And I'm just glad to see him hacking, man. That's all I can say. You know, in this battle here he <clears throat> for the soul of America, democracy prevailed. Here he goes. We, the people, voted. <clears throat> Faith in our institutions held. The integrity of our elections remains intact. And now it's time to turn the page, as we've done throughout our history. I love it. To unite, <clears throat> to heal. As I said in this campaign, I will be president for all Americans. Yep. <clears throat> I'll work just as hard for those of you who didn't vote for me. Keep hacking. As I will for those who did. There's urgent work in front of us. I know that. <clears throat> getting this pandemic under control and getting the nation vaccinated against this virus. Delivering immediate economic help so badly needed by so many Americans who are hurting today. And then building our economy back better than it ever was. In doing so, we need to work together to give each other a chance to lower the temperature. And most of all, we need to stand in solidarity as fellow Americans, to see each other, our pain, our struggles, our hopes, and our dreams. Clean phlegm. We're right a great now. nation. Clean phlegm. We're good people. Yep. We may come from different places, hold different beliefs, yep. but we share in common a love for this country, a belief in its limitless possibilities. Oh, yes. For we, the United States of America, has always set the example for the world. Here it goes for a peaceful transition of power. <clears throat> we'll do so again. I know the task before us won't be easy. It's tempered by the pain so many of us are feeling. I tell you what, man, I don't know how many times I've had to hack when I'm speaking publicly. And to hear the president-elect do that on a major speech right there gives me hope for my own broadcast career. That's all I can say. Because now... I don't feel so bad about hacking. Hold on for a second. <clears throat> now you're doing that just to hack. You know, because it's, it's sometimes it's the weather that makes you hack. But for the most part, what it is, you got phlegm on your vocal cords. And you got to you gotta shake it out because that's what the vocal cords do. When you go, See, the vocal cords work by shaking. That's how you make sound. Your vocal cords are shaking. They're bumping on each other. shaking a little bit, moving air. And that's how language comes out. People don't know that. But if you're going to get the phlegm on you, you know what's going to happen? You're going to shut down. You ain't going to be able to talk. I know how it works at night when you're sleeping. Then you wake up in the morning, you're hacking again. But the President of the United States was hacking. And I thought, you know what, man? I thank you. President-elect Joe Biden. In fact, I put together a bunch of your hacks so that, and I'm, I'm not saying anything other than these are hacks, all right? So, I, you know, I can refer to them every once in a while, you know, when I get hacking in the middle of uh, putting on Smash Daily here on WBG. WBG, I, I can, going back to this and just remember, our president-elect hacks. You know, in this battle <clears throat> for the soul of America, <clears throat> I love it. I love it. But that's just me loving things that maybe I shouldn't. But I love it because what he did by hacking 
through that whole speech is he gave the senior generation, the senior citizens of Vembar United States of America. Gave him permission to go ahead and be normal, man. Go ahead and hack. Go ahead and hack. You know what's next? Oh, this would be killer. What if in one of his speeches, President-elect Biden decides to just lift a cheek and float a biscuit, and you hear it. You hear it. Imagine the freedom that you would have when you know that the next president of the United States not worried about whether you're going to make fun of him, not worried about whether he embarrasses himself and or you or the country by floating a biscuit. Oh, the future looks bright, my friend. That's all I got to say along with Merry Christmas.
Southside Johnny, smash with you right here, WBGZ. Smash, smash, digging a smash. Smash daily on the Big Z. That's it, baby. Time for the young lady, known only as Super Soul Sister, but known in her circles as we experience black with this young lady known only as Smart Sister T. How you doing, kid? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) I love you. That's what's up. Hey, can we just get to it? Because there's a a lot of stuff we got to get to, all right? Oh, yeah. And and I want you, if you would, please, to... um, Maybe help me decipher the meaning of Kwanzaa, because Kwanzaa's coming up, what's the 26th of December, right, on? Yes, sir. It's going to be good. It's going to be good, I know. But mm-hmm. I'll wait till we actually get to the Kwanzaa part of this conversation. Let me, let me ask you, this is a dilemma going around as far, uh-huh. as far as the future of the White House is concerned. And when I say White House, of course, I'm talking about the building. The right. White House is <laughs> having a dilemma that, that the new First Lady— Jill Biden is also a doctor, and they called her Dr. Jill Biden. But now the quandary is, what do you call the, the, the future first lady? Do you call her doctor or Mrs. Biden? Uh, what would, uh, well, without being racist, of course, what would, what would the black community do with something like that? Jill. <laughs> just Jill? She's just Jill. Right. Jilly. Jilly? Right. Whatever you so, want to call her. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jilly because would. her so-called doctor she has an edd which is not a phd ah. so it's really not regarded as highly as a phd so i mean you still can call a doctor but she's not like a doctor for real are you talking about a doctor like that would uh that would operate on you or something like, like it no, a medi- no not a medical doctor really a doctor of philosophy like that's what a phd is so uh-huh. no no, nah. she's not. So, but she's an education type of doctor, and he's a professor somewhere or something, isn't she? Right, that's what I mean. An EDD, she has a, a doctor in education. So, but like I said, that's not 
uh, in the academic circles, mm-hmm. an EDD doesn't equal a PhD. Let's uh-huh. put it that way. Well, it's not as it, much research. It's not as much work. So go ahead. So EDD doesn't equal a PhD. Does that have anything to do with SDT? Uh, no. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's continue then. So it would be Jill or Jilly. Why, what would be the difference between Jill or Jilly? Why would you call her Jilly, let's say? Uh, I guess if you're a little more friendly, you know how uh-huh. I go. You know how you guys go, like, how you cut off everyone's name when they're your friend. You know, like Bob instead of Robert or, you know, wow. Jim instead of James. Wow. You know how you guys do it. You're clumping me into a category of people that I am not a part of, ma'am. But let's continue with experience, Black. You're a wonderful girl. Okay. Okay. So let me let me ask about this real real quick. The president elect was doing a major mm-hmm. major speech yesterday. He's up there and he's hacking before every paragraph of his speech. He's just going back and forth hacking like that. For me, he's seventy eight. I'm seventy one. For me, as a white guy, to be just to know that as a public speaker, because I do you know public speaking events, speaking on the radio as public speaking, that I can mm-hmm. hack the president hacks, and that just is a freedom that has not been known coming out of Capitol Hill, shall we say? How do you feel about the fact that the president hacks? Can you understand what he says in his speech, even though he might be hacking, or is that bothersome to you, ma'am? Uh, I don't care because I don't listen to him no way, so. <laughs> He can hack all day for all I care with that hairline fracture in his foot. So, <laughs> doesn't matter. Oh, hairline fracture in his foot. Okay. He did get one. He was playing with his cat or a his dog. Puppy. His dog. I'll take puppy, that back. Yes. Yeah. A rescue puppy and oh, yeah. uh, broke his foot. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be chasing a dog in, shall we say, ground that that is not level because when you do that you're going to twist your ankle and stuff like that and you're you're 78 years old shoot if he'd have fallen down he might have conked his head and boom all of a sudden he's gone and what do we get yep your girl kamala harris oh god no uh let me ask what is this uh biden tape thing i i've heard about i haven't seen and or heard it yes what, what is that? Can you enlighten? It was a tape that was leaked out. I think the Intercept uh, magazine or whatever yeah. uh, wrote about it or it supposedly leaked where he has this conversation. It's about almost a two-hour thing with uh, various different um, civil rights leaders. Who, you know, from Biden NAACP does? or really? Urban League, stuff All like right. that. And basically, he's chastising them and to a degree. He's talking to them like they're five. So nope. I was like, really? okay, here we go. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Okay. The, the guy who supposedly was propelled into the presidency, courtesy of the black vote, is bad-mouthing black folks? Uh, yeah. Wow. Not so much bad-mouthing, yeah. but... Uh, talking as if like you know you think you what, what did he say i think the biggest thing they took out and he was like you all talking about this defund the police thing that's how we got the hell beat out of us as democrats you know because the democrats lost what eight seats in in congress oh yeah right and i'm like dude um the democrats are losing because they blow you can't put that on <laughs> On black people, yeah. and defunding the police is just a term. It really means 
allocating funds to other things. Yeah. So people got a wrong idea what it is. And then, you know, you come from the king of, of slogans. Yes, we can. So, you know, go sit down somewhere. Okay. Well, <laughs> how do you think these things get leaked in the first place? That's supposed to be like a closed meeting, isn't it? Oh, honey, you know, that, that, that was put out for a reason. Basically, like I said, dog whistle. You know, he got to let folks, yeah, these Negroes may have put me in office, white people, but y'all understand, I'm still white. <laughs> so, no, they're not going to run nothing here. And that's all that was for. So I doubt if it was really leaked, leaked. You know how things go. They come out for a purpose. That was publicity leak, uh, leaked, huh? Uh-huh. Or no, just to, like I said, dog whistle yeah. to let everybody know, yeah, yeah. y'all might have put me in office, but uh, no, wow. I'm still not doing nothing for wow. you. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Let's okay. Keep that clear, everybody. So, smart sister T right there. This is experience black. Let's go to the Kwanzaa side of things. I have a Kwanzaa song, and in the Kwanzaa song is a descriptive as to what the holiday is about. Might I play the song? Right. It goes about two minutes, and then maybe you could uh, interpret thereafter. Oh, sure. All right. So I will Let's go ahead and start it right now, and I'll catch you on the backside. Here we go. This okay. is called Kwanzaa Celebration because Kwanzaa's coming up.
There you go. Smart Sister yeah. T. You like that? I did. I really like that song. Well, good, good, good. I, I saw the song and I heard the song and I thought, who better to interpret it than Smart Sister T? I'll run through the various points of what uh, Kwanzaa is, the the seven, and maybe give me about 10 seconds uh, top of the mind awareness on each one of the points. Okay. All right. Unity is the first point. What would uh, that be signified by the lighting of that candle? Oh, basically just what it says, unity of us as a people um, coming together, mm-hmm. you know, as one. That's basically what it means. So all the different aspects of all the different type of black people that there are mm-hmm. uh, in the United States that we all come together. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that uh, since you claimed in one of our earlier reports that that I possibly am of the one-drop uh, designation, that I might be able mm-hmm. to come to a Kwanzaa party. What, would I be welcome at a Kwanzaa party? Sure. Oh, yeah? So white folks can go to Kwanzaa parties. Uh, you ain't really white, but okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I told you what that one-drop means. You got that uh, no, one-drop, no. brother. You ain't white no uh, more. All right, let's go to self-determination. <laughs> that is the second point, the second can Self-determination, how does that play into the the Kwanzaa spirit. Okay, Kuji Chagalia, that's the hardest one to say. Most people don't get, but self-determination is you determine who you are, not somebody else. So we are more than athletes. We are more than entertainers. Uh, I can wear my nappy hair. Uh, I can wear Afro, everything. I don't have to wait for somebody else to tell me what my standard of beauty is or who I am or whatever. So you determine yourself. Responsibility is the next candle. Uh, I think that's collective work and responsibility. Yeah, right. And what that means is you work together to build your community and you're responsible for your community. So a lot of us are of the mindset that uh, you have to police your own community. You have to take care of everything. People always want to say, oh, well, you know, those people of color, the black folks, lazy. And they... No, it's, it's, it's about us working, taking our money, um, doing it, and taking care of ourselves. Let's go to the next candle, and that is the candle that deals with economics. Right. Economic responsibility, once again, of mm-hmm. pooling your funds. You know, black people are ranked ninth on the planet in terms of how much money we spend. Most people don't know that. We're like over a trillion dollars. So basically it's starting to do business within your own community mm-hmm. to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Purpose. Mm-hmm. And everyone should have a purpose, but for those celebrating Kwanzaa, it means something maybe even stronger, right? Oh. Right. It's the same thing. You're right. Absolutely. Knowing what your purpose is, uh, what uh, you were put here to do in terms of, of just really learning more about yourself, because I think that's the problem with everybody. Because, see, all these principles can be applied to any human being on the planet. So, basically, all of us need to know what our purpose is and stop trying to live somebody else's life. You got to do you, boo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Talking with this smart sister T here. It is experience black creativity is the next candle. I guess that applies to all aspects of life, right, Oh, Right. Being creative. You know black folks are some of the most creative people on the planet. Look at everything that we've created here in the United States from blues, jazz, 
look at our style, look at hip hop, look at we constantly are evolving. Think about it, even terms that we use and say that everybody else picks up on. So it's it's that's just it. We are very creative and it seems like everybody makes money off of that creativity but us, but that's about to change too. Well, let me uh, just ask as an aside, what is the creativity? Mm-hmm. What is the creativity? And remember Pants on the ground, pants on the ground, looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. What was the creativity with the pants being on the lower, lower torso? Oh, that's just so stupid. Basically, <laughs> you know, sagging, that's what it's called. Okay. That is a jail thing. You know, sagging in jail yeah. means, you know, what's available. <laughs> uh-huh. so, so why a lot of straight brothers uh, are caught up into that, I don't know. But yeah. it's just a... A thing kids get into just like with us when we used to wear hush puppies with taps on them. I mean, come yeah, on, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know how kids are. Well, but you... I hate that because I'm like, what you trying to do? Tell me to kiss your behind, pull your damn pants up. But you know, yeah, I didn't got old. So. You know, when I was a kid, I could never <laughs> do that with my pants because my mom forced me to wear corduroys, and you just don't do that with corduroys, especially the thick corduroy. <laughs> That's just me. In the summer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Now there's true. one more candle. One more candle, and I I lost what it is. Do you uh, remember what the the seventh and final candle would be for uh, Kwanzaa? Uh, Imani. Yeah. Yes, and having faith, mm-hmm. being faithful to yourself, yes, being having faith in your people, yeah. having faith in. Uh, life that things can be better and that you can contribute to that and mm-hmm. and make it happen. So mm-hmm. you have to have faith in a higher mm-hmm. power and a higher thought process yeah. and a higher everything. And it's still not religious, mm-hmm. but um, just having faith in something mm-hmm. positive. What kind of food is eaten at a big Kwanzaa family type of friends dinner? Ooh, child! Now you know if you're gonna bring out some soul food, that could be all kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Mac and cheese, yeah. some greens, some yeah. candy yams, yeah. some smothered chicken. Come on now, you yeah. know what's up. <laughs> well, I appreciate you hipping us to what Kwanzaa is all about. We'll talk more about it next time here with yes. Super Soul Sister, Smart Sister T. And I appreciate the enlightenment always because this feature here is called Experience Black. And that is yes, to experience sir. the black culture through the eyes and experience herself of Smart Sister T right over there. I appreciate you taking the time to enlighten us, my darling. No problem. Have a good one, Mr. Corduroy. Oh, that was wrong. I'll tell you what, Mr. Donut sounds good right now. Biscuits and gravy right now. Come on! Me getting excited about food. 
Hey, uh, speaking of Godfrey, Mr. Donating Godfrey, let's not forget, there's all kinds of great businesses in Godfrey. Premier on the side of real estate is Landmark Realty. That's Matt Horn, his whole crew. He's got like about 25, 30 people working there. And all they do is real estate, whether it be single family home, condos, townhouses, that kind of stuff, farms, multifamily homes. See, I always say this, but if I was a younger man, knowing what I know now, I'd buy me one of them four apartment buildings, got four apartments in it. You live in the one in the upper right-hand corner, then you rent out the other three, you're making money, and you ain't paying your own, uh, own rent. Commercial property, residential lots and land. I tell you, when I come back in the next life, I'm going to be a multifamily home apartment owning dude. In fact, I'm going to call Matt Horn because I know I'll be back in in, in the next life in some form. All right? I'm going to call Matt Horn, Landmark Realty. I'm going to keep the number, 618-466-1513. 618-466-1513. At the same time, I'm going to keep this, GodfreyLandmark.com because that's easy to remember, Godfrey Landmark. .com. They're in Godfrey. It's Landmark Realty, GodfreyLandmark.com. Any kind of house you need, it's right there on the website. You check them out. You give Matt Horn a call out there on Godfrey Road in Godfrey. And you get together with Matt and say, listen, I want to sell my house. I want to list with a leader. That's why I'm coming to Landmark Realty. Listen, I happen to see this beautiful house amongst all the houses that you portray right there at GodfreyLandmark.com. And I got it because... I, as you can, I, I'm a part of homes by email. New listings, as soon as they hit the market that morning, that afternoon, whenever they hit the market, right in your inbox, you check out that house. If it's something you like, you call Matt immediately, you're in. Either that day, next day, as soon as is, all right? So it's all there for you, whether you're selling a house, whether you are buying a house. A lot of transition does occur right after Christmas, so... Somebody you might want to be considering is somebody who is considering you and what you need for the adaptation uh, adaptation of your lifestyle into a new and better place. All right? That's Landmark Realty. Dig the smash. The Smash Daily Podcast. SmashDaily.com. The commander is in here. Just reminded me that we got some big basketball. It's going to be playing here at 6 o'clock this evening. And that is the Illini versus Minnesota, correct? Yes, indeed. Because yeah. this is a part of the Illini Network, and we have all the Illini games here. I think we're probably the most important part of the Illini Network, partially. Oh, definitely. That's a, that's a definite. Because right. this is a big Illini country right sure. here. Sure, yes. Exactly, the River Bend. Now, let me uh, say this. I ain't saying nothing bad about the university. But they fired uh, Lovey Smith uh, the other day on the football side of things. That's they too did. bad. It is. I knew Lovey when he was working with the Rams and all that stuff, because I was working for Rams Radio back then. And... It's sad to see him go, and yet at the same time, sometimes, well, change always gives you the opportunity to better yourself. So who knows where Lovey will go? He might even go back to the NFL. Probably, I would think maybe I would a think coordinator role in the NFL. I don't yep. know that the recruiting trail in college was really mm-hmm. his cup of tea. Yeah, right. Uh, that's a lot of work. And yeah. I mean, not that he does, not that he's afraid of work, but it's just a it's a tough deal. I mean, yeah, I couldn't. 
Can you imagine having a job where you're dependent upon the decision making of 17 and 18 year olds for your success? That would oh, I've be been tough. there. I've been yeah. there, sir. Yes. So it's bad enough dealing with you children in here. I mean. Oh, ouch. ouch. That's why you are the commander. But tonight, Minnesota Gophers, uh, Illini. Uh, am I to understand I haven't picked up on Illini basketball in a couple of years because I've been on the Missouri side? But Chief, uh, what? He's gone. Huh? Line work. Yeah, he's yeah. he's gone. They had to get rid of him. Wow, that okay. was politically incorrect. Yeah, just like well, the Cleveland, Cleveland Indians. Cleveland there Indians. You know, exactly right. They'll be the Cleveland baseball team, I guess. Now, so how is the Illini team doing so far this year? So I think it's like four and two. Something they're, they're like that. They're ranked thirteenth in the country. Get out. So nice. They're, they're su- supposed to be very good. Disappointing loss to Missouri on Saturday night. Yeah, I saw that. Big Ten opener tonight, so hopefully they'll right they'll pick up and, and be good. O'clock. They should be a very good team this year. Right so. on. Six o'clock. That is Commander Nick Dar right there. Smash with you right here. I got one more thing to play for you. You're going to love it. This is one of the old songs. Freddie Fender. Does anybody play Freddie Fender on the radio anymore, Just Commander? Cool. Nobody. Just cool, Papa Smash. <laughs> Proteja mientras me voy a navegar. How much is that doggy in the window? The one with the waggedy tail. How much is that doggy? I do hope the doggy is the Magnificent. It's the magnificent song right there. And I tell you what, I ain't bragging on myself, just putting out the, the cold hard facts. And that is, ain't one other radio show and or station got the guts to play Freddie Fender anymore. None of the country stations. I don't know how many they got nowadays. I don't know. KMOX, you'll never hear that. Casey, afraid. Clue, all of them. Freddie Fender right here, man. Plus, this is balls right here. Plus, I played the Spanish version for our international audience. How do you do? Cool Papa Smash right here. WBGZ 107.1 FMD Big C. I just played that song because this is a cute little story. If these were people, it'd be a human interest story, but it's a puppy interest story. So there's a, you know, it's a nativity scene and this lady would go by it uh, every night and, you know, it's a beautiful scene and everything, you know, with all the characters and mannequins and, you know, the shed and all that kind of stuff and a little tiny rockabye baby manger. All right. So one night she's walking by. She stops just to look at it because it's beautiful. It reminds you of Jesus and the birth of Jesus and the fact that uh, the Lord Jesus is here for our salvation. But in the manger was a little puppy. And the little puppy, believe it or not, was under the blankets that were in the manger. Luckily, baby Jesus wasn't there. Right? Or maybe, maybe baby Jesus put the doggy in the manger. Anyways, a little tiny dog is in there. The lady sees the doggy. 
And the doggies look at it with them big old doggy puppy eyes and everything, you know, them big, wide ones. Even, even if you're not an animal person, you fall for that. Magnificent. This lady picks up the puppy, takes the puppy, winds up getting the puppy adopted. The puppy now has a home. And let me tell you what happened to that pup. That pup was so glad that he was found in that manger setting, that Christmas manger setting, that he has praised the Lord ever since that puppy style. He's gathered a bunch of other dogs from the neighborhood. And, I mean, they go around house to house caroling. beautifully done i love it when the puppies sing right there and here's the thing that was magnificent and that was beautiful in its own way and yet there's a tragedy associated with this that puppy grew up because of the fact that he when it was little had no home that he had to find warmth in the manger in a nativity scene And he was rescued by that lady who would walk by every day. And one day she saw a strange movement under the blanket and got that puppy home. Well, year after year after year, the puppy would go caroling with his puppy friends. But eventually, the puppy wound up finding that he had a problem with the bad memories of his younger era. Had a problem with the fact that not everything was going good at that time. And so often that happens also with not only man's best friend, but man, him and or herself. And that puppy, that puppy became addicted to the liquid satisfier. I'm not going to tell you which one. Could be anything from Ripple, Boone's Farm, all the way up to Chave de Blanc. Whatever it might be, the puppy was a drunkard. But the puppy never stopped caroling because the puppy was happy. Eventually, all the other pups grew up and left the puppy. But the puppy still had that same puppy frame of mind. And even though he had no caroling friends with him anymore because of his situation, he wouldn't give it up. and He allowed his addiction to rule him and overrule him. He still went out. Caroling, although maybe the the pace, maybe the rhythm wasn't correct, nevertheless, caroling, puppy style. And maybe he indeed uh, changed the way the structure of the actuality of the song was concerned. But we also have the recording of that puppy continuing in his so happy yet inebriated mood for the holiday season.